Drive Time Radio with New York Vinny. And a very good Saturday morning to you. It is just after 8 o'clock here in the city of Seattle and its environs in the Northwest. So that means it's time for another edition of Drive Time Radio with yours truly, New York Vinny. Also, uh, Nathan, along for the ride this morning, is our producer. Good morning, Nathan. How are you? Good morning, Vinny. Doing well. Just drying off after driving here in the pouring down rain. Yeah, it's been uh, a bit uh, bit wet out there the last couple of the cold and wet, which is, you know, that's that's the one. You know, if it's wet, it's okay. If it's cold, it's okay. But when you get that kind of cold and wet, soaked to the bone. Uh, type of thing and you're driving around and you're trying to see uh, where you're going and it gets dark at three o'clock in the afternoon Ugh, it's like the worst we're probably in from now until the end of the year maybe the first week of january the worst stretch of weather uh that we go through here is it gets dark early maybe if you're lucky it snows and i say that because the snow brightens up the place uh, you know, I walk out of the house when it's snowing and it's all white and the lights are on and, you know, it looks kind of cool. At least it takes away from um, the kind of drab gray that we uh, experience here. But listen, <laughs> if you don't like it, don't live here. It's better this year than it was in the pandemic when you when for one year you couldn't even go out of the house uh, or, you, you know, you you. If you did go out, you treaded lightly. You stayed away from people. You didn't, you looked in the store and how many people were in there. Although, who knows, we might be headed for that again, the way the, the facts and the figures are coming in from many places, saying that uh, all of a sudden, bang, it's all on the rise again. And uh, I'll leave that to the uh, to the smart people uh, to try to figure all of that out and then uh, tell us uh, what we need to do. That sounds fair enough to me. And you won't have Dr. Fauci to kick around this time because uh, he is, uh, I guess, at the end of the year, retired. So they'll they'll put it in somebody else's hands and we'll find a new villain, the villain of the disease. Uh, um, well, let's see. What do we have? We have a, a an action-packed show for you today. We're going to talk to um, some people that are going to, you know, we're going into the car buying frenzy. The last three weeks of the year, two weeks of the year is when people go out there and look for the bargains, look for what can be had as far as you get a good deal on a new car. <clears throat> and things have changed dramatically even in the last month around buying a car. So uh, we're going to talk to. A good friend of ours, Jeff Maxwell, who is from the Costco Auto Program, will get his take on what's going on in the automotive business right now and how you can use Costco Program to take advantage of what's happening in the automotive business in a couple of different ways, uh, through new cars, used cars, and through servicing your car. If you have your car, you're going to keep your car, you have to get it fixed up, there's a whole thing going on there. So we will uh, check in with him in just a little bit. We also have our annual Christmas gift guide. Yes, a Christmas gift guide. Uh, you're stumped into what to buy that uh, wonderful person in your uh, life 
who is a car nut who drives their car in rain or shine and polishes it up and so on and so forth. Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, we have the solution for you. We've got about 10 things that are probably not on many people's Christmas lists, but if you want to come up with a completely unique gift uh, to give somebody uh, that's uh, into cars, I think we may, we, we, our research department has looked long and hard at some gifts that we are positive will make that car person in your life smile at you and give you that little nod and wink on a sat on a Christmas morning, which will be on a Sunday morning this year, right? Yeah, I think it's Sunday morning. Uh, we get uh, we get Christmas, yes, Sunday the twenty fifth. So, which is always a little weird for me because it's a, a holiday on a Sunday just always messes me up. I don't know why, but it does. So you'll celebrate it really on Monday, but you'll really celebrate it on Sunday. But Boxing Day will be Monday, and and New Year's Eve will be Saturday night, and that ought to be a whole lot of fun. So I mean, between everything, something will happen. I promise you that there'll be uh, be fun to be had. Uh, at Christmas time, um, a lot of people are kind of getting out there and uh, enjoying so many of the uh, the Christmas uh, things that are going on around town. I know, uh, you know, for the last couple of years, people haven't put up displays like they usually do. Uh, they haven't done a lot of things. Well, this year it seems that uh, Christmas is upon us full tilt boogie. I mean, the Christmas dances are dancing, the Christmas singers are singing, uh, the Nutcracker, the uh, all of the stuff that you expect around Christmas time seems to be in full bloom. Now, I think we went, well, I'm trying to remember, was it last year? I think we went to the Nutcracker last year. I think we... We sucked it up, and uh, and my ex-wife and I and my daughter went to the to the Nutcracker. My ex-wife came up here for Christmas, and we spent uh, the holiday together. It was a, a very nice day, very nice evening. You know, we went out, we went out had dinner, and then we went out to the Nutcracker at uh, downtown here at Seattle Center, and it was a beautiful experience. So I suggest, uh, if you can still get tickets for that, that that is one of the great things to do at uh, at Christmas time is to go and see the Nutcracker and see the different interpretations of it that different companies put on. Uh, I just, uh, I, I totally enjoy it. Absolutely. I uh, think it's, uh, you know, just kind of one of those things you do with your family, you know, and if you have no family, uh, you get a couple of people together and you go and you have a couple of pops and you go watch the Nutcracker. Nothing wrong with that, right? It's Christmas time. All right. Uh, what, uh, what have we here? As far as uh, stuff that happened this week, well, you know, this is kind of when it gets quiet. Many of the uh, manufacturers start to wind things down a little bit. Although this year, I think, is a little different because they had wound them down for so long that they're actually trying to keep production going and move things around a little bit. But one of the things that I'm sure that you have noticed and um, 
you know, thank God that it's happening because I think it's giving us all a little bit of a break at Christmas time, is that oil prices are headed down. Prices at the pump are going down. And uh, right for right now, yes, that's good. That is, uh, there's a number of factors that go into it. I think we can all agree that the president doesn't have a switch in his office that says, I control oil prices. I'm going to crank them up. I'm going to drop them down. But uh, the global oil prices have tumbled more than 20% has um, allowed oil traders to focus on a deteriorating outlook for consumption of oil. It was $98 just a month ago on November 4th for a barrel of oil. That has gone down to $78 a barrel. So uh, that means that uh, with the prices going down on the barrel of oil, in most places, the price is dropping. Uh, I know I saw somebody posted that they bought gas for $2.99 a gallon down back east. Truly, uh, you know, you see much more, many more uh, bargains there, many more, uh, you know, lower prices than you would see out here. But still, there's um, a market uh, deceleration going on. And so far, it has benefited the, com- uh, the consumer. So I don't know if you're one of those people that want to, if you want to pin everything on the president, I guess you can say that, well, he's got a switch in his office and he turned the switch to help us out for thanks uh, for Thanksgiving through Christmas. I, I don't, I don't believe that to be true, but many people believe that many, uh, many people you see will think that the, t- the price of oil is tied to what the president does. When in reality, he has about the least to do with it than uh, almost anybody. So, uh, but that is uh, good news for people. I mean, people always want to see lower gas prices. It gives you more bang for your buck. You feel more confident when you don't have to pump 150 bucks into your car uh, to go down to the shopping mall. But car sales are remaining strong. Uh, Big cars are starting to come back. Trucks are starting to see demand for them right now. And uh, we are, we're, you know, it's so funny because you see all these signs and the media will tell you, oh, the economy is horrible and this and that and the other thing. But yet, go to a mall, the place is packed. Go to a, a, a store and try to get in there to buy something that's packed. People are spending, spending, spending. I mean, it doesn't look like a recession, doesn't look like, uh, you know, things are going backwards. I know that it's a struggle to make ends meet a little bit more. Consumer prices have not gone down uh, as oil has. But I don't know, and, and I'm not enough of an economist to know how that how that all works. But I do know that when gas is cheaper, prices are supposed to come down. Because the cost of getting them to market, the cost of getting them from market to your table decreases. And those are savings that are supposed to be passed on to the consumer. 
although I found in my 67 years of living uh, on this planet Earth, a lot of times they're not. So that's good news for uh, car people and for everybody because cheaper diesel fuel uh, means cheaper transportation costs and so on and so forth. So that in itself is good news. Um, I believe that it is, uh, it, it's, it's great news. And it's, uh, you know, it's, it's something that the last couple of weeks here of the year will hopefully help us boost um, our thoughts about the economy and about what's going on out there. The only fear I have is when gas prices get cheap, people start to say, oh, I can go out and buy a big truck again. Or I can go out and buy the, you know, a big car again. And, uh, you know, I, I think that's where you play into their hands. You, you know, you go out, you buy that kind of car or that kind of truck that just sucks down gas. And the next thing you know, a year from now, you're sitting at the gas pump going, oh, my God, it's a dollar twenty. Uh, it's five dollars and twenty five cents, a dollar twenty five more than it was last week. Why are they doing this to me? Well, they're doing it to you because you go out and you buy a huge car that, that sucks down a lot of gas. It's a very simple formula. If you, they have the supply, and if you demand it, they're gonna they're gonna go dig it. Or maybe they won't. Maybe they'll say, well, you know, here's another chance for us to make some money. And they'll just jack the price up on you. Those are all possibilities. All right, that but that's the big news, I think, uh, this week in in automotive. Not much coming out as far as new models and things like that. Um, we do, of course, have our uh, my, my favorite segment of the show where we get Nathan involved. And Nathan, I'm sure, uh, Nathan, that you're uh, you're doing well this morning. Absolutely. Okay. See, I I I could tell. I could predict that. Well, <laughs> well I kind of so, hinted at that at the very beginning of the show. Yeah, a little birdie told me, right? Do <laughs> <laughs> um, you have a question you want to ask me? Yo, Vinny, what are you driving this week? I thought you'd never ask, Nathan. What am I driving this week? Well, I am uh, I'm pretty lucky this week because I'm driving what I consider to be one of the best SUVs out there. Um, it is... Uh, when you talk about a SUV that that involves the driver, uh, that is small, gas efficient, uh, it will get you where you're going with a good feeling of the road and a good stylish uh, a silhouette, uh, something that feels on in the interior like um, it costs a lot more than it really does something that drives and uh, takes on the road with um, a certain spirit that keeps you engaged as a driver. What more could you want in the Mazda CX-30 for 2023? It is, um, you know, I love Mazda. We've talked about this before. Uh, I think it's one of the best brands out there, if, if not the best brand out there. It's a car that keeps, <clears throat> it's a driver's car. They have figured out, Mazda, how to put their sports car DNA into their SUVs. 
and it's completely engaging. It absolutely feels um, like a car that costs more money. It, when you sit in it, it feels like you paid more for this car than you did. And when you get it out on the road, the, ha- the handling dynamics of the car, the power in the car, uh, what it's able to do on the road, what it's able to accomplish, the confidence that it gives you driving this car from point A to point B, even if point A is your driveway and point B is the bodega, it still does uh, It still does a nice job. <laughs> It makes you, uh, it, you know, it's funny. It's a, it's a car that makes you want to drive it more. And when you uh, come into cars like that, when you get into cars like that, you start to, um, you know, you start to really enjoy your ride to work. You start to enjoy uh, taking the kids out uh, up to Mount Baker, playing the stuff, you know, wherever you, wherever you go, you start to find excuses to get in the car and drive. And that's exactly what happens with the CX-30. As a, um, you know, it's a smaller SUV. Uh, I guess the competition is the um, Hyundai Kona. Uh, Maybe it's on CX-5. It's a little bit bigger. Uh, I guess a Kia Soul would be in there as well. You know, it's it's in that, that kind of space. But I think the um, I think the uh, the rankings of these uh, these things and the comp- comparable comparable thank you comparable cars um, at the top of the list. And I'm a big fan of the Soul, but the CX30 comes out on top of that list. Uh, I'm looking at right now at the U.S. News and World Report cars page, and just looking down that list of um, you know, vehicles of, of comparable size. Uh, we had the Honda HRV last week. The HRV, according to US News, slots in at number five in this uh, category. Uh, the Taos, the Corolla Cross, all follow it. The Nissan Kicks, uh, the Mini Cooper Countryman are all in there. Even surprisingly, at number eight, the Buick Encore GX and the Chevy Trailblazer. All of these vehicles come in that class of smaller SUV that's um, easy to drive, nicely maneuverable in traffic. But the Mazda seems to, in my opinion, bring together um, everything in that in that category. Good handling, fun to drive, um, a, a, a good entertainment system. Aggressive and fun-looking car. It um, and it serves the utility portion of what you buy a car for well. And coming in at a price of uh, between twenty-six and thirty-five thousand, depending on which model you get uh, these days, that's a buy. That's a steal when the average car price out there runs in the upper forties. That's a that's a pretty good deal. You get twenty two um, in the city, thirty on the highway, and I just think that it's a it's a fun car to drive. We've uh, so far taken it out and and taken it on a nice little highway run. We're going to take it through the back roads hopefully this afternoon and get a more of a country road feel on it. But uh, 
there is uh, there's nothing not to like about the Mazda um, CX-30, a small SUV. So that's what we're driving this week, and we'll give you a full review on it next week. All right, take a quick break here. We come back. Jeff Maxwell from the Costco Auto Program. If you're in the market for a new car, is this the time to uh, go out there and see what you can accomplish on your own, or should you take a friend like the Costco Auto Program with you when you go to buy that car? We'll be right back here on Drive Time. Coming, the new 1956 Nash, Thursday, November 17th. It's the world's finest travel car. Built for the long run, designed for the most fun, Nash is the longest in car. It's sweet on the byways and sweet on the highways, the Nash is the head by far. If you like to go places, see all the show places in this great land of ours, you'll want a Nash with all its fashion, all its dash. You'll want Nash, the traveling. Thursday, November 17th, see the greatest travel cars ever built. The beautiful new Nash Ambassador and Statesman. Brilliant new beauty, blazing new power, exclusive new travel features. They're years ahead of all other cars. The new 1956 Nash, Thursday, November 17th at your Nash dealers. Alternative Talk 1150, here to uplift your day. And back here on Drive Time Radio, it's a Saturday morning, a few weeks before Christmas, and also going into... Uh, what I would think would be the very heavy car buying season. If you're, you know, you're, you're coming up toward the end of the year and everybody's looking for bargains, uh, everybody's looking uh, to maybe replace that car that they held on to uh, for a little too long because of the pandemic. And one of the places that I have found that people turn to when they are looking for cars, and because I'm a member, I know about this, a Costco member, is the Costco Auto Program. Uh, a great little tool that's included with your Costco membership that if you're looking to go out there and buy a car uh, or or service or parts or a number of things that we'll talk to uh, Jay Maxwell about, uh, who joins us here on Drive Time Radio. And, of course, uh, Jay is the Vice President of Strategic Partnerships with Costco Auto Program, which means that I'm thinking, and you'll tell us, Jay, uh, I'm thinking you're the guy that goes out to the car companies and says, Come on, I got something for you to, to check out here. It's going <laughs> to help you sell a few cars. And car companies, OEMs, love to hear that. I'm going to help you sell a few cars phrase. Absolutely. Well, good morning. Thank you very much for inviting me on here today. I'm, this is going to be a lot of fun. And, uh, yes, that is one of the big things that I do for the Costco Auto Program is, as you said, I kind of go out and knock on the OEM's doors and says. Hey, I, we got this little group of Costco members out here, and uh, they'd like to buy some cars. And we set up different uh, special offers, uh, incentive offers with various different OEMs throughout the year. And 
if you've noticed here lately, uh, in the fourth quarter, we have uh, offers from some of our great partners with uh, Chevrolet. Um, get an extra $1,000 on most Chevrolets uh, through the end of the year. And then we have our, our other great partner of uh, Volvo right now, uh, most Volvos. You get an additional $1,250 on uh, the Volvo lineup, including one of their EVs, which is the C40, uh, also qualifies. So pretty exciting uh, with what's going on at the end of the year, especially as you had mentioned, uh, you know, some people may have hung on to their cars a little longer through the pandemic because of inventory levels uh, fluctuating greatly. Uh, some great values out there right now between the Volvos and the Chevrolets going on. How did the, uh, the, the pandemic affect the Costco Auto Program in that uh, obviously there were not a lot of cars to be had. Uh, we saw things like Subaru running with a couple of days supply of cars <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, prices going up, uh, up way up over MSRP, over sticker price. How did, uh, how did you guys deal with uh, having a program that advertises that you, uh, you know, are going to get people a good deal on a car? How did you get through that when there weren't a lot of good deals to be had? It, it was a struggle, like everything else during the pandemic with uh, auto sales. It was a struggle. And we did have um, uh, some vehicles were just flat out excluded because of availability. But we did maintain some level of, of value propositions on uh, several different car lines uh, through our local dealer partners throughout the country. Wasn't nearly as many as it was prior to the pandemic because of the inventory situation. But two of the things that we pivoted more towards with our dealers to keep the members engaged with our dealerships was one of our parts and service program. You know, people would go out there and say, gosh, I really can't afford or find or I can't fit my needs. I'm going to keep what I want. So we have a parts and service program with our dealer partners where members can take their cars down to that franchise dealer to get service work done and they get a 15% discount uh, on, on their needs, on what they need done. Um, so that's a great way to keep the member engaged, keep getting great values on the service to maintain their vehicle and roadworthiness. And then something else that we've been working on for many years, but it really um, took off even more during the pandemic was our, our uh, what we call select pre-owned. It's our pre-owned program. And more and more dealers jumped onto that because they had to shift themselves to sell pre-owned vehicles because they weren't getting as many vehicles in from the factory. So we had quite a few dealers jump on that program, which led to uh, a unique offer that we had. It's not on right now, but it was earlier in the year. We had a, a special offer with Volvo on certified cars for, for um, uh, towards the end of the summer, which was a good event. So it has really, uh, we really pivoted to where the market was going to be able to take care of the member the best we can. And as we see, inventory starting to slowly come back and we're starting to pivot back. Uh, and getting more new car offers as well. So we just roll with the punches. Yeah. I, I mean, you, you know, you provide a valuable service for people uh, in two ways. Number one, you get them a good price. But number two, you take this um, this insane uh, proposition of going out and buying a car and hassling with a dealer and sitting in the hot room and doing all the <laughs> stuff that, you know, that goes on, that we all know goes on in the dealership. Yeah. And and you take a lot of that hassle out of it because the dealers that you talk to uh, that you have enrolled in your program specifically agree they're not going to grill you. They're not going to. Absolutely. 
Right. They're, they're, they're going to make the experience a good one for a consumer, not one where you feel like you have to take a shower when you leave the lot. Absolutely. We have specifically trained salespeople at each of our dealers that know how to handle the Costco process, the Costco member. Uh, so you don't run into those issues of, you know, the salesperson, let me go check with my manager. You know, half hour later, they come back with not even the information you were walking. They're empowered to be able to work with the member directly. They have access to what the dealer pricing is, what the member savings is. So if you really uh, uh, know exactly what you want, your vehicle that meets your needs is on the lot, you know, you can be in and out in about an hour or less. I mean, it's a pretty quick process. So there's not a lot of back and forth because the price is already preset for you. So it takes the negotiation out of the transaction, which is frankly, some of the longest parts of the, of the process. Now, are you, do you find that the prices on new vehicles have slid uh, back to MSRP or less, or what are we seeing now in the market as far as, because, you know, six months ago, you had to go prepared to spend $5,000 over MSRP right. uh, yep. to, uh, to buy a car. Now it seems to me in observing the, the business uh, that there are many more cars out there now that are going for actually less than sticker price. That is correct. We are starting to see more and more models get priced on the program. Our program never had any vehicles priced over MSRP. If it was over MSRP, uh, it would not be offered up uh, as a value because it's over MSRP. Uh, that's just a lot of money. So we are starting to see different manufacturers' inventories are starting to show up on dealers' lots varies by manufacturer, but they're starting to become more and more available. Still nothing as pre-pandemic level. Um, still, that's probably several months away, if not a little bit longer. But it, I personally, I believe we've, we're looking at the corner and we're looking about thinking about turning the corner soon. We're, we're getting close that uh, things are looking up. Jay Maxwell from the Costco Auto Program is with us, Vice President of Strategic Partnerships for Costco Auto Program. And, of course, if you're a Costco member, all you have to do is go on the Costco website or go to costcoautoprogram.com. You can find out more information about buying a new car, which it's funny because I'm actually in the process right now of helping my friend buy a car. He's a Costco member, and we're going to go through uh, the Costco Auto Program to do it because it seems Excellent. like the easiest way uh, to, to get things done. He doesn't want to hassle. He just wants to go. He doesn't, he doesn't want me to get down to the dealer and start, you know. Hey, come on. <laughs> so, so I said, well, listen, let's do this. Let's try this and see how it how it works practically. But not only that, you guys do now uh, used cars, which really certified pre-owned, which is a little different than a used car. Correct. That it's a car that's gone through by the mechanic, uh, gone uh, gone through by the dealership, I should say, uh, yep. to make sure that that car rolls off of that lot as uh, as as good as a new car. Really, um, there's select uh, uh, um, curated cars that uh, generally were bought at that dealership or a, a close by dealership, and the person says, "Okay, I've done my two years or three years in this car." Now it's time to, uh, to upgrade and let somebody else have this car. And you wind up getting some interesting uh, and good bargains there. Absolutely. You get to carry, and it carries uh, a similar type of new car warranty with a certified pre-owned. So you get all the, 
the uh, protections of a warranty with a certified premium from the manufacturer as well, uh, which is another great benefit. So you're not out on an island if something, if that check engine light comes on, you know, you got some place to go and somebody to help you because you, you have that uh, factory warranty on the car. What's what's kind of a typical, I mean, it, uh, is there a little bit of a margin for play on those CPOs, uh, on those certified pre-owns, or uh, is it is that a little less than a new car? In other words, can a person find a bargain there, or is it going to be because you're buying that CPO, you're buying that guarantee, that satisfaction uh, sure. of knowing that, that car, is that a little less of a, of a discount there? Yeah, there is uh, CPO cars are discounted like used cars. They're not the same price level, but generally they're slightly more than a new car because they're usually much newer used vehicles, usually, you know, three to five years old is kind of the sweet spot. Uh, and they do carry that manufacturer's warranty with them. And so they're going to be a little bit more than a standard, but you get a lot for your money and you can uh, possibly look at higher trim levels uh, for less money than it would be for looking for a new vehicle. Now you can, uh, so it's, a, it's kind of driving your dream car for less money, really, uh, when it comes down Absolutely. to it. Especially Absolutely. in these days where the models don't change that much over a period yeah. of time. Yeah, you look what at about, a two- um, electric cars. I mean, I think there's a lot of people that are waiting for two things with electric cars. Number one, more chargers uh, so that they can feel confident driving places that still lack yep. the infrastructure. But number two, for the price to come down, for the, the price of these cars to be attainable uh, to the average person that's going to go out and buy a plug-in hybrid or going to go out and buy an electric, they want the price to be comparable to uh, an internal combustion car before they go out mm-hmm. and pull a trigger on one. Uh, I think we're starting to get there. We're not quite there yet, but we're, we're moving toward that. I don't know, thirty-five to forty thousand dollar electric car, aren't we? Yeah, they're they're coming. Um, um, GM announced that uh, what was it? The uh, I believe it was the uh, Equinox is coming out, and it's going to start with a thirty thousand dollar price tag. Uh, so they're starting to come out. More choices are becoming available. And I think that's the key in the EV market are, are the number of choices. You know, you keep reading the number of manufacturers that are going to are, are bringing out product in 23, 24, 25. We're going to have as consumers many, many more choices. And some of those choices are going to be lower because the um, it's going to kind of like computers. The more and more of them, the prices are going to be coming down. Um, and that's, and if they're going to be a mass market vehicle, they're going to have to have mass market pricing. Not everybody can afford an $80,000 EV. So they're, they're coming and they're slowly getting here. GM has one, the Bolt is another great example of a, an affordable, uh, EV. Um, and that's also in our, uh, fall, our Q4 special. The Bolts have an additional $500 incentive on them right now. So that's a great one. And as I mentioned earlier, the C40 from Volvo, also an EV, not um, uh, even though it's in the luxury segment, not overly expensive. And that one has a $1,250 uh, incentive on the C40 EVs. And those are, like say, pure plug-in battery uh, EVs. They're not a hybrid. Right, right. Well, it's interesting, a trend that we're seeing in, in the new car business where manufacturers are looking at Tesla and they're saying, 
maybe we can do something like that. Break the rules a little bit and take a lot of the electric car buying, electric car uh, sales in-house, going against this, this system that we've had for many, many years that allows franchise dealers to sell cars. Is that going to affect the price of of electric vehicles? Will it become a dual system? Because you're not going to eliminate the dealers completely, but no. it seems like Ford and more and more manufacturers are talking about this system where basically you do like Apple or Amazon. You go online, you, you type the car in, and they deliver it to your house or they deliver it to, um, uh, to a local dealer uh, or a local shop that will prep the car and get it ready for you. That seems to be what's going on uh, as you talk to some of these companies does that seem to be the direction that they want to go in you know they want to go to a little bit of that direction but i don't know if all the consumers here are ready to just order their car online and just wait for it to show up maybe i'm a little older that you know i still like going down to the dealership touch and feel and um you know, how many people haven't driven an EV yet? I mean, that's a pretty big process to go through. I'm going to order a car that I've never driven an EV. I don't, you know, all the questions that come around with EV ownership. So I, I think that they're still going to need to go to the dealers. The dealers are still going to be an integral part of, you know, educating the consumer, uh, taking care of the consumer's questions locally and their needs locally. Um but maybe making a reservation, maybe that'll be some type of hybrid model that the marketplace will eventually develop and get adopted. I think it's too early to tell to see, you know, is it going to be a fully Tesla model? I don't know, but I think we'll probably end up with some type of hybrid system. Yeah, it, se- it seems that that uh, will probably be because uh, there's also laws that say that you can't. Absolutely. You know, that you have to sell your, the, the, uh, in a lot of cases. And I believe me, I don't know how Tesla has gotten through this, but uh, you know, you're supposed to a manufacturer is supposed to sell their cars to a dealer who sells the cars to uh, right. the public. You, also, one of the interesting things that Costco has done over the last couple of years is really tried to punch up the um, the auto repair end of your business, uh, where where people can go and get discounts on. Uh, you know, everybody knows you can buy tires at Costco. As a matter of fact, it's probably the best place in the world to buy tires because I've had an incident already where um, the tires I bought at Costco, one of them went bad. Not only did they replace the one tire, but they wound up replacing the four tires so they would be equal on the yep. car. They just do things at Costco uh, with the tire shop that you just don't see a lot of retailers doing, and it's probably why it, it, it takes you two weeks to get into one. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, are you guys headed toward more in that direction of helping people find or repair? Because I know you don't do major repairs on site, but um, is there more? Is that the next thing that you see for the Costco Auto Program? Well, it's something that we already have in place is the 15% service coupon that's available at our dealerships. At the local Costco's where they mount, balance, rotate, and do flat repair, there's not going to be additional uh, services you know, provided there. They're not going to do alignments. They just don't have the space or the right. manpower to be able to do additional repairs. So they, it's what Costco does, and Costco does very well. They focus on one thing, and for automotive in this case, we're talking about is tires 
and they do it extremely well. Yeah. You know, they do it extremely well. Where the auto program comes in, we work in conjunction with them. So when a member gets that set of tires, let's say, you know, you got your set of tires. Well, your vehicle may have needed an alignment or you need you needed additional work. Usually when you need tires, your car generally needs some additional work. It has, you know, 30 to 50,000 miles on it. You know, you're you're doing some maintenance. Well, that's where the auto program comes in, because then you can get um, uh, see if we have a local dealer in the area and you get a coupon for that dealer. I don't know what you drive. Let's just say we've been talking Chevrolets and Volvos. You're driving a Chevrolet or a I'm Volvo. Chevy guy. And, yeah, I'm a Chevy. Okay. You're a Chevy guy. You go in, you see if there's a local Chevy dealer. You, there is. You get a coupon for 15 percent off of service and you go down to that dealership and you say, I need X, Y, Z and done. And here's my coupon, and they take 15% off. A couple of minor exclusions, you know, on, on that. You know, you can't combine it with another coupon and, you know, things like that or insurance work or warranty work, right. uh, you know, but normal things like, but, you know, hey, I, I got the check engine light on, right? I need that fixed, 15% off of that type of stuff. So that's how, that's how our dealers come in to support the local Costco to support members with other needs to get, that Costco experience on getting their car repaired. And do you guys, um, uh, does Costco, when you send somebody to a dealer, uh, what's your backup with that? Is that do you uh, resolve any problems that people have? If people have a, you know, go to a dealer and they feel like they, they've sure. gotten something that they didn't need or that the dealer didn't do the repair right or something like that. Do you, do you guys get involved toward that end or is that something you just say, okay, we got you the discount. See you later. <laughs> no, we we we're we're certainly here always to help our membership. We do have a department that fields members' questions, um, comments. They they not sure of something, and that whole department will work with them. It's like, oh, I'm not sure about how this service worked or what I got, and we'll get involved and figure out what it is and and help them through that process as as we can. Uh, so they're not on an island by themselves. Uh, we're behind them to help them along the way, just like we do with the new cars and the used cars. If somebody buys a car and they have a question, a concern, they want us to review the deal. Absolutely. We're there for the member. Right. That's And it's so important these days because people, um, they want to feel like somebody's on their side when, when, when they're even whether it's buying a car, buying a used car, getting a car repaired, buying a pair of tires. Uh, they want to feel like there's some kind of integrity. Uh, besides, so besides, I think, just the discount, uh, the one thing I, I really like about Costco is there seems to be uh, the Costco Auto Program is an integrity that you guys bring to it as well, where if you have a question, you can pick up the phone, call Jay in his office, or call <laughs> our friend, Honeyman, call somebody, say, help me, I don't know what's going on here, and you guys will do the best you can to try to help out Absolutely. that particular situation. Absolutely. Yeah. We have a whole team that that's, they're just member uh, there to serve the member. I mean, that's what Costco does. We're there to help the member. And now, you know, you asked me what I drive. What do you drive? Uh, I'm a GMC guy. I actually drive a GMC right now. I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of GMC. Tell you, I'm a GM guy from way back. Uh, as a matter of fact, I'm one of the few people in the world that owned a GMC Sprint at one time, which was their little El Camino their version of the yep. El Camino back in yep. uh, yeah. four years that I want to remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, Jay, it's been great catching up with you, man. I'd love to have Costco 
on uh, a couple of times a year just to talk about what you're doing because I'm a fan of what you guys do. I know several people have bought cars through Costco and uh, the Costco Auto Program and have, have done quite well, um, you know, both with the price of the vehicle and the service they got. And I don't know that there's very many people that um, in the automotive business that are as stand-up and as um, as as good as as you guys are, so I really I oh, appreciate that. So I like to give you, you know, turn my audience on to what you guys are doing. Well, thank you very much. I certainly in, uh, uh, enjoyed the uh, conversation. It's been a lot of fun this morning. Well, good. I'm glad. You know, listen, I live to put fun in people's lives. <laughs> <laughs> you certainly did this morning. You certainly <laughs> right. did. This has been great. Jay, thank you so much uh, for uh, jumping on with us for a couple of minutes. I really appreciate it. Now, stick around. When we come back, we have a Saturday morning cartoon, which is coming up. It's Drive Time Radio. I'm New York Video on 1150 KKNW. Don't go anywhere. American cars guzzle gas. American cars are all style and no substance. American cars don't last. To all that, American Motors says nuts. This American Motors Concord and this spirit are built to be more than just good-looking. They're tough. Tougher than ever before. The only American cars with galvanized steel and 100% of the exterior body panels. That's right, 100%. And Concord and Spirit are more fuel efficient than ever before. This Concord actually gives you better mileage than Chevy Citation. Only the tough Americans give you Z-Bart factory rust protection and a full five-year no-rust-through warranty. Tough can be beautiful. Plus the exclusive American Motors buyer protection plan, still with the best economy car warranty coverage in the industry. Concord and Spirit. For good-looking high-mileage cars, don't sell the tough American short. Concord and Spirit, built to last from American Motors. Alternative Talk, 1150 on AM, 98.9 HD3 on HD, 1150kknw.com on the web. Gary Newman. I love Gary Newman. Whatever happened to Gary Newman? Uh, that, is, uh, that was a great uh, hit in the 80s and uh, something that uh, we we always like to uh, get into here a little bit on Drive Time Radio. New York, Vinny, hanging out with you. And uh, thanks a lot to Jay Maxwell from Costco Auto Program and to Honey Make Kenworthy for uh, getting that all set up for us. And uh, hopefully you'll get something out of that uh, that you can use as you uh, start to think about buying uh, your next new car. All right, time now for, and Nathan, I should have said something to you about finding a little Christmas music or something to put behind this. So if you get a chance, we're going to go a few minutes here. Um, if you have a little like that, 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 maybe we can throw behind it. But I, I, every year I like to make up a Christmas list of things that I think car owners uh, would like, but you know, you can go to Amazon and you see a list, you know, got dash cams there for you and uh tire polish and this polish. And by the way, if you're buying polish, buy it from Griot's Garage. Uh, they're local, uh, they you know, the money stays here in the Puget Sound area, and um, they do a great job with their products. I use them and uh, it's uh, they're, they're good stuff. They don't pay me to endorse them, I wish they did. But if you're buying a, uh, you know, a, a car cleaning kit for somebody uh, that's uh, the car not in your life, 
you know, something worth looking at. But I thought that what we would do is try to give you a, a little bit of um, some of the other stuff that's out there, some of the stuff that's around uh, that uh, maybe you don't hear too much about and would make great Christmas presents for uh, that car nut in your life. Let's start it off with, um, you know, there's an organization that we've had on here, a community, I like to call it, of people who are uh, very protective of the automotive consumer. They uh, they educate, they inform. Uh, it's like a big car club for people who are buying new and used cars. They are YAA. Uh, soon to be known as Car Edge, I believe. And it's a growing community of people who are being educated on car buying uh, by former car salesman Ray Shevska and his son, Zach. I think they do a great job. They have unlimited resources when it comes to knowing the car market, knowing uh, you know what you need to do to get the best deal that you possibly can. They have a thing called Deal School, where they'll run you through uh, and teach you basically what the auto salesman knows so that you can meet them on some kind of equal footing. I forget how much a membership is a year. I don't have it uh, uh, at the top of my head. But if you go to YAA or join YAA.com, you can find out. If you think that you're going to buy a new car or a used car in the next year, this is uh, money well spent. And also, if you just want to learn about what's going on in the automotive business, trends and different things, if that's something that interests you, uh, you can do worse. I think it's 100 bucks to join. And uh, the folks that uh, join YAA are, uh, uh, know their stuff. They live it. They breathe it. And I think that uh, it's a worthwhile thing to buy somebody for a holiday uh, gift is a membership in this organization. If you have a uh, somebody who is likes to read and likes to watch television and likes comedy, you got all of those three things right there. I like to read. I like television. I like comedy. Well, Jerry Seinfeld has a show called Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. Uh, they have turned that show into a coffee table-sized book. And the book is fantastic. It's um, It takes you behind the scenes of the show uh, with photos and stories of one of the best TV series about cars ever. And uh, Seinfeld goes out with different comedians, uh, different people. He took uh, Barack Obama out in a, in a Corvette Stingray. I mean, he's, he's really hit on something here. And they just go out, they have coffee at some of uh, the finest restaurants in the country and some of the not so finest restaurants in the country. And they talk about cars and they talk about politics. And they talk about life. And the end result is a very good one hour show that keeps you interested all the time. Well, they've turned that show, the best of that show into a coffee table book. And I could think of no better present for somebody who loves cars, comedy and coffee uh, to have on their coffee table at this time of year. So that is available from Amazon or your local bookstore. And I think it's, uh, I think Amazon has it for like 20 bucks or something right now. So definitely worth it. All right. Uh, listen, I have them on my dashboard. You don't see them a lot anymore, but you know, to have a little wiggle on your dashboard is a good thing. 
Um, now, I know people that have, I have the saint and the rat. You've seen them before. You've seen them in pictures. Uh, you've even heard from them. They've uh, spoken during uh, different rallies that I go to, different places that I go to. The rat and the uh, uh, the saint are my constant companions in the car. They've been with me for years. They sit up on that dashboard. Well, you know what? You too can have something like this. Um, if you go to Archie McPhee's website, Archie McPhee, the famous uh, retailer that's uh, been in, in uh, Wallingford for years, um, you'll never be lonely if you have a dancing hula girl on your dashboard. Wait, I got to get it. Hang on a second. That's me doing the hula. Or, uh, you know, you have, uh, they have, they have a, um, a, uh, Patches the clown figure that you can put on your dashboard. They have a, a, a Jesus. It's an unblessed Jesus, but it's, you know, you can go get it blessed by a priest. Put that up on your dashboard, can wiggle. It's, uh, you know, when you're stuck on I-5 trying to get to work or 405 or, uh, you know, one of those uh, routes that you have to get into to get to work, you sit there, you, the, the Jesus wiggles, and you feel a little bit absolved, don't you? So, and those are inexpensive. I think around 10 bucks, 15 bucks for one of those. It makes a great gift, and people really enjoy uh, those. Now, <clears throat> one of the great things that uh, places to find some interesting stuff about for automotive people is on Etsy. Uh, go on Etsy, and you will find everything from uh, plaques with your name on it to eternal happiness. And how much happier can you make a, uh, a Corvette owner? How much happier can you make somebody than to send them to their eternal reward in one of these? Is that a beautiful thing? That is uh, a, an urn. For your ashes. Uh, they come in different car mates. This one is for a Corvette. It's around 250 bucks, I think, with shipping. And you can see some of the uh, incredible work that goes into this. You just uh, pop pops uh, ashes in there. Stick it up on it. There's the, uh, the bottom where you put the ashes in. And as you can see, uh, you can keep pop around for a long time. Um, so those are about the 200 and I think they're 290 bucks on Etsy. And finally, if you're a worried parent of a new driver, Bouncy plugs into the OBD port on any car for $8 a month. It'll tell you exactly where your car is any time. So that means if your kid's in your car, he says he's going down to the to Dick's Burgers and he's really heading up to Bottle with his girlfriend, you can tell. And when he gets home, you can take the car away from him. A, a great tool for parents, $8 a month, and it, it'll update a vehicle's location every 15 seconds. If you want to know where the kids are, this is an incredible tool to do it. You, 
You can even set geo zones with it. So that's our Christmas shopping list. Thank you so much for listening to our show today. We'll be back with you next Saturday morning if the Lord's will and the creek don't rise right here on Drive Time Radio.